So here's the big question. Am I too late? I'm in my mid-30s and I just started investing. Is it too late for me? There's a quotation by Warren Buffett where he says, I started investing at 11. Before then, I was wasting my time. He started investing at 11 years old. I started investing at 32 years old. Was I too late? Am I too late? If you are in your 30s, are you too late? It is daunting to realize that compared to the Oracle of Omaha, I am more than 20 years late into the investing game. 20 years. 20 years sounds like a lot. In 20 years, how many recessions, how many market crashes could I have observed in, during that time? But am I late? Do I feel that I'm late? When I started following a lot of investment accounts, you know, like I started and I was like, I'm going to start following these accounts. I'm going to start joining this community. I'm going to start aligning myself with the people who inspire me. And I realized that the most people in this community were way ahead of me. They were way ahead in investing. I was following one lady who was 27 and had already crossed the 100,000 threshold. And I was still just trying to settle the debt that I had. I felt so late. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like, how do I even start? I was too late. That's what I thought to myself. Everyone was posting this impressive net worth numbers and they were younger, way younger. Even Warren Buffett was a millionaire by the time he was my age. So was I doomed to never become a millionaire? Was I that late that I should just throw in the towel? At that time, less than a year ago, when I, when I started this journey, the road seemed long. It was rather long. I first had to clear out the debts that I had. It wasn't as much as others, but it was still debt. And it was still stopping me from investing in the, in the investments that I wanted because I had to settle it. I wasn't where I wanted to be. I wasn't where I hoped I could be. And compared to others, I was way behind. However, even though I felt that I was late to the party, that is compared to the others, I believe that there are things that will work in my favor. So yes, Instead of throwing in the towel and saying, what's the point? I focused on what I had going for me that will reach my millionaire goal. I focused on all the skills, on all the wisdom that I'd attained in my 20s that will surely help me in my 30s. I might have felt that I'm too late, but I knew that I had something to bring to the party. Let's dive into that. Number one, I know how to research. I pride myself as the queen of research. I know probably compared to others, I'm not that great, you know. Actually, I think I'm great. You know, I'm trying to, to, to practice that practice of rooting for yourself, of saying you, you can do this, you have the skill set. So yeah, I pride myself as the queen of research. When I started investing, 
I literally did not know anything about the investment options available for me. I did not even know that I had a 401k that I was contributing to. I remember signing and saying, okay, I'm, 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 I'm signing up for this, but I did not know how much exactly I was contributing to it. I did not know how much was in that 401k. I did not even know how much my employer was contributing. I was clueless. But because I had started following these accounts and they kept on throwing these terms like the Roth IRA, the mega backdoor, the 401k match, the HSA, the flexible spending investment account. I did not know all these things, but I started learning. I started researching. That is what my 20s were for, to get the skill of researching. So yeah, I researched. I created a spreadsheet to track every investment I made and every investment I had heard of. I researched the 401ks. I researched the IRA. I researched the Roth IRA. I researched about the HSA. I didn't even know that my HSA account could be used for investments, but I, I read that up and I recently opened my HSA investment account. I researched about the different brokerage accounts, about the index funds that are available, about the dividend paying stocks, about the growth stocks. Yes, there's dividend paying stocks, there's growth stocks, and then there are growth stocks that are also dividend paying. It's a lot of jargon. It's a lot of, of resources that are out there. And I made sure that I'm teaching myself and learning. I read the blogs. I read the articles. I read the books. I read the books on how Warren Buffett started. I read the books about the, 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 in, the founder of Vanguard, of the Vanguard group. I researched, I listened to audio books, and I listed everything I learned in my spreadsheet. I listed how much I was contributing. I listed where I want to go. You know this thing of when, when they say a goal that is listed, a goal that is written down becomes more tangible. Like once you put down that goal that this is what I want to achieve, it becomes even more tangible. So in my spreadsheets, I listed that big goal to become a millionaire. So now that I had this spreadsheet with all these investment options, with all these investment vehicles, I started projecting, like if I contribute this much, if each month and each year I commit to contributing this much to my wealth, how long will it take me to reach the millionaire status? Lo and behold, it will take me only 10 years to reach a millionaire status. And if I increase the investment contributions, maybe through the bonus or through any side hustle or through any increase in my salary, it gets even shorter. So yeah, I started late according to me, but according to my projections, I'll still be able to reach this goal within, within 10 years. You see, in my 30s, Researching is my specialty, and I use that to my advantage. Instead of being overwhelmed, instead of feeling like I'm too late, I use the skills and the wisdom that I already have to ensure that I reach my goal. Let's jump in to number two. See, in my 30s, I'm way past keeping up with the Joneses. Hear me out here. You see, keeping up with the Joneses will make you broke. It will ruin you. 
in your 20s, that's what you do. In your 20s, it's your friends, it's the people you admire, it's your influencers, it's all this life that you wish you're going to have. And it's so easy to get influenced. In your 20s, your brain isn't even done being being um, developing. Your brain is not even done finishing up the development. By the time you hit your 30s, you've arrived. Your brain is done developing. You're done keeping up with the Joneses. You've, you're done with the partying. I mean, you can't even wake up on time to go to work. So how are you going to be partying every day when you know you're going to go to work the following day? You're even more responsible in your 30s. You see, the problem with, with keeping up with the Joneses is that it's more psychological. It's not even a, a, a financial literacy problem. It's more like it's a psychological thing. You want to fit in. You want to be part of the crowd. You want to be the it. There are lots of things that go in there. But the time you hit your 30s, you're already content with who you are. I'm literally past keeping up with the Joneses. I'm past the peer pressure. I'm past trying to fit in. I'm, I'm past trying to do activities that I cannot even afford because someone else is doing them. I'm past buying things I don't need, household items, designer household items that I do not need because someone else has them. I'm not getting swept away with the latest fashion trends. I'm not getting swept away with the latest gadgets. I'm not buying hoverboards. I'm not buying electric scooters. I'm buying things that I need. I am past keeping up with everyone. I now am very comfortable with who I am and where I am. I'm no longer trying to attain something that my mind has, has already, already decided that it's not worth it. I am a creature of habit. I am a creature of liking what I'm doing, liking where I am, and I don't want to compromise this. That's the beauty of being in your 30s. You see, that is where most of your money gets spent when you're in your 20s. When you're in your 20s, it's the buying the latest fashion trends. It's buying the latest Yeezys because it's out. It's buying the latest iPhone. By the time you're in your 30s, it nearly doesn't matter. The phone that you have, as long as it makes the calls, as long as it loads the applications, you're fine. The gadgets, you don't have time to be trying new gadgets. You could fall and break your leg. You're no longer in your 20s. You bend in a funny way. You might not be able to stand up again. You're in your 30s. And that's the maturity. You're no longer spending money in things that are frivolous. You're spending money in things that you need. And now to the last one. The last point about the beauty of being in your 30s. My metabolism right now controls my eating habits. I mean, it's funny. You know this thing that they say that when you're in your 20s or in your teens, your metabolism is a machine. You get to your 30s, you get to your 40s, you get to your 50s, you are at the mercy of your metabolism. You can't just be eating anything and everything. No way. Your metabolism is saying, will say no. Your clothes are going to complain. Do you really want to spend time trying to find clothes that you like in your 30s? because now you can't fit into your clothes. That's the thing. In your 30s, your metabolism controls how you spend your money on food and drinks. And that's why I used to spend a lot of money. I used to spend a lot of money on the food, on the eating out, on the hanging out with friends around food. But now, every time I think about eating something that is not planned, I think about the hour that I'll have to spend at the gym. I don't like that. You know, it's like you weigh the, the, the opportunity cost. 
I eat this, I spend money, I spend this amount of time at the gym. Do I really want to spend an extra hour at the gym because I could not eat, I could not control myself in this? Your metabolism is one of the biggest things that will help you when it comes to curbing your eating and your spending on food and drink. So close off this podcast. It is true. The sooner you start investing, the better. You get advantage of seeing compound interest working. You get the advantage of seeing your investment appreciating. But just because it did not start early does not mean it's the end of the world. Starting late is better than not starting. You don't put it off. You don't say it's too late for me. You don't say I'm too old to start. You don't say I'm way too late to the party. You don't say that. You just start. You start with what you have. You start where you are. You just start. Am I too late in building wealth? Can you ever really be too late in building wealth? No. No such thing. You're only late if you never start. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, just head on to girlbuildingwealth.com and comment under this blog. It's called, Am I Too Late in Becoming a Millionaire? I hope you enjoyed it again. Tell your friends, share it, and I hope you learned a lot on it. Thank you.